I'm back, baby. I'm back. Drippin' Sports with Matty Ice is back. It has been a four-month hiatus, and after a chat the other day with a friend, I realized, you know what? I think the universe misses this show, so welcome back. If you haven't been listening for four months, well, I haven't done an episode for four months. And when I was talking to some friends of mine about what I wanted to do for this return episode, somebody had their interest peaked because there was a story that came out in sports that I really wanted to get into, and it has something to do with MILFs. But before we get started, I just want to remind you all to check out MaddieIceMedia.com for all of your podcasting needs, including, bruh, it's a podcast, political football, and of course, the manual hosted by this man, Cleve Wason. Cleve, welcome to Drippin' Sports, the return, buddy. Yo, what's up, man? <clears throat> Not- yeah, I didn't realize it was four months. Yeah, March, uh, oh gosh, it was like March 27th, I think, or 24th. It, it had been a while, and I decided to consolidate all of my shows, as you know, and I think that that was a good idea. But in talking with a friend of mine, he asked me why I got rid of the sports show because it was it was very successful, not to toot my own horn, but uh, it had done really, really well, both on The Block, which was the radio station, and just in general, I got a lot of downloads. And so he asked me, like, why wouldn't you want to continue to do it and I said you know what maybe I should do it and there was a story that happened in the news recently in sporting news that I thought would be a perfect topic to come back to and that is the Jets quarterback Zach Wilson he's been having himself a time man wouldn't you say man <laughs> you know my favorite catch your catch yes. rates yes <laughs> he, he has been having quite himself a time and for those of you who maybe are not as hip to what's been happening with Mr. Wilson. Well, Mr. Wilson has been fucking Mrs. Cleaver. So that's been something that has been happening for him. Apparently, uh, his girlfriend tweeted about him cheating on her with, and this is the best part, his mom's best friend. Imagine that. It's actually like, you don't even believe stuff like that. And when you hear stuff like that, especially like this kid's background, squeaky clean, um, didn't he go to BYU? He sure did. Yeah, and he's from Utah. I guess. So yeah. I don't know what happens on, on, on those place in those places, but um obviously um he's uh he's helping himself. You know, I like a guy that helps himself. <laughs> Is that applicable here, a guy who helps himself? I mean, I guess so, because you and I talked the other day about this and we did the math and I blew your mind because you didn't think about all of the, the little subtle nuances of of this and when you think about it, he's, what, 23, 24, something like that. I mean, he's a young guy. 22. Okay, 22. So <laughs> he's a hell of a lot younger than we are, let's put it that way. And he can have, I, I mean, he's a handsome guy. I don't I don't think that that's mm-hmm. indisputable. Like, he's a good-looking guy. And he can have, I think, arguably any woman that he wants. Is that, is that a fair assessment for you? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're an NFL quarterback. You have one unique job um, of 32 in the entire world. So that right there, whether you're good, bad, or whatever you have a you know you have an upside to you so we'll we'll call that currency we'll we'll say that he's got pussy currency let's put it that way right so he can kind of walk (laughs) in and and excuse me with that that um, type of language but i mean i think it's true i think when you're a starting quarterback in the nfl i mean shit probably when you're not a starting quarterback in the nfl probably when you're a bench guy in the nfl you can yeah, walk into NFL. a lot of yeah, exactly. You're so let's let, let's actually that's a, that's a great thing. So let's say that there are 64 people that can play quarterback at the national in the National Football League. 32 starters, 32 bench guys. Every single one of those guys, within reason, could probably show up somewhere, regardless of even what they look like, and probably get laid whenever and wherever they want. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, some someone's gonna say, 
I shacked up with a NFL quarterback. <laughs> One of 32. Or excuse me, 64. It's like the NCAA tournament. We just keep paring them down. And right. so think about that. He can have anybody that he wants. And I'm sure that even as a Mormon and with all the beliefs that come with that, and that's this is not about that. He could, he's probably had women who are throwing themselves at him. And, and I don't want to generalize women in that way, but I think that there are women who do that. I mean, we called them cleat chasers when I was in high school. So there are a lot of women who are enamored by his status and I'm sure his money and he's a good looking guy. So it, there, there's a perfect storm of things happening. And the fact that he had a girlfriend who I've actually never seen the girlfriend. So it's regardless of what oh, she she's, looks like. she's, she's very good looking. Okay. She's very, very good looking. So he's already got a good looking ah. woman who he does and then he goes and has sex with his his mom's best friend i mean you're right you, they could make a movie about that and you'd be like this is stupid <laughs> i mean this is like american pie stuff and little did we know that that would actually come to fruition with the new york jets quarterback i mean i wanted to get your thoughts on what you feel about this just as a jets fan before we even get into the craziness that is just the situation in general I mean, obviously, the play on the field has been has been scant at best. So uh, any any kind of press right now, obviously, we don't want this type of press, but something to get the guys fired up or get them around the campfire, so to speak. So I'm pretty sure the jokes are coming in hard on this guy. I'm pretty sure the scrutiny and and hey, like let's see the picture. Is there a tape? You know, <laughs> is there a tape? Um, but and I in all seriousness, it's. I, I just can't put my hands around it. I think New York got to him because he's been here, what, two years? Been up there two years now. So maybe the pressures of that. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to, like, make some kind of reason of it. And I can only think of two things that comes to mind. Like you said, the first one is that, hey, I could do anybody I want because I'm, I'm this guy. Or it's a revenge hit. Like, she might have said something or did something. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to go out and get wasted. Because there was no, did he get drunk? Was he, was both of them drunk? Was there in their right minds? Has this been something that's been brewing for a long time? You know, when, when he was younger, cause if you look at it 10 years ago, he was 12 years old. That's so weird. <laughs> 10 years ago, he was 12 years old. So, so if she was eyeing, eyeing this guy up and I'm not putting it all on her, it's been, man, like, I, damn, I got, I would actually venture a guess, like, Thinking about coming from the background that he came from. So my wife has family that have beliefs that they're not Mormons, but they certainly come from a more uh, like conservative Christian background to more on the extreme side, if you will. And they believe a lot of things about the sanctity of marriage and the way women should dress and all that. And so she has a cousin who dresses very, as you would say, scant at best. And that's because for her whole life, she had to wear neck high dresses and show no ankle right and stuff like oh, that like little house on the prairie stuff yeah kind of right and she's a you know really beautiful woman and and all that and i think that there is something to be said about the way that you are brought up in perhaps households like that to where once you get out all of a sudden it's like wait a minute so the world is way larger than i was ever taught that it was and that's all well and good i mean i discovered that when i went to college but I'm just trying to think about going from Mormon to learning the Jets playbook to fucking my 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 mom's best friend. Like I I just there there have to be a bunch of steps that happen in between there that he just completely skipped or he decided to go all the way out and then he's going to like work his way back. That's the whole point of the whole thing that just 
it, it blows my mind. Like he's he's with somebody who's 20 something years his elder. And as you so eloquently put it, was my age when he was 12. <laughs> it's just weird that I mean, I I get <clears throat> I get we you know, we were offline today talking loosely about this being another loosely. friend of ours. <laughs> loosely. Um <laughs> And one of the things is, like I said, I said, uh, if he's going to go season, no pun intended, I mean, I wouldn't go that far down the trough. Not saying that they're not beautiful women that are that are older. I mean, it's just not my thing. Uh, especially someone's like my mom's age. That's, it's, it kind of, and, and then, and like, she's my mom's friend and it's just so much there to unpack. Um, because that makes that awkward forever. Yes. You know, you're at Thanksgiving, you're at some family event or, you know, the, the picnic, <laughs> whatever. Oh, God. And, you know, people like just looking and like, wow, you guys hooked up? And have I've never, I, have you seen what this woman looks like? No, I haven't. The, the best friend? No. no one has video or picture of this lady? I mean, I guess TMZ is uh, sleeping on the job because I haven't seen it. I, I really, I don't know. And that's why I'm, I'm not actually throwing judgment at this situation at all because I will... I will be consistent with this. I've had this take about Bob Kraft before. Like, I actually don't care what Zach Wilson does in his personal life, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, if he has a girlfriend and he cheats on her, that's his business. And the, the unfortunate part about this is she went out and put it on social media. And at first, I had the initial reaction of, well, that was, that was not great because the reactions were not great. Like, she got treated pretty poorly. But then I thought to myself, putting it out on social media is adding a level of vulnerability that I think you could avoid. You know what I mean? Like not a yeah. great idea. And I think she thought it was going to have this big aberration of Zach Wilson's not a great guy. That's not how sports Twitter works. Yeah. And, and I think you said it most eloquently there is that it kind of backfired in a sense where some people like go Zach, you know, yeah. that that's great. And some people like me and you like scratching our heads, like, wait a minute, like, I've seen the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Man, like what what happened there? Like what was the crossover for for you to step out? But it, this lens is a bigger thing because um not to bring Tiger Woods up again Ooh. and bring him into the forefront, but I always said that athletes who are sheltered and and these are, you know, these are obviously my my opinions that are sheltered like meaning that they're just it's about the sport, it's about them playing in these tournaments and they have to be the best and they got the coaches and nutrition going and they just kind of not have a normal life. They don't get to date probably when they're teenagers or go to the prom because, you know, they're playing in some tournament overseas or whatever it is. But when he got a taste of how big the world was, I mean, he, he was banging out IHOP waitresses mm -hmm. and, and, you know, nothing's wrong with that. But it was just like, listen, you're, you know, you're married to a pretty beautiful woman don't know what's going on behind those closed doors but obviously if you're if you're out fielding that kind of action you know i, I don't know if that was a product of him just finally saying hey i want to do what i want to do or just the inexperience of not being able to do what he wanted to do all those years growing up the tiger woods thing is so much more layered because of how involved it was Tiger Woods wasn't just banging IHOP waitresses. He had an assistant who had a book with all of these women basically keeping a log of them. And it was to an extent, like the number was ridiculous. If, if I recall, it was a very, very high number. And it was, yeah. it was the kind of number when we heard it, it made us have the same reaction that we had with uh, Deshaun Watson and all of the massages that he had booked in like an 18 month period or something. 
and mm. the the level the intricate level at which tiger went about his business there was different i think there was an invincibility issue which i think happens with a lot of athletes that's pretty common and you see that with athletes doing dumb stuff all the time they feel invincible like the law doesn't apply to them or whatever doesn't apply to them i think with zach wilson you're on point with the conservative nature of things and i think that being in a place like New York where things are different, like when you are living in Utah and used to a very conservative Mormon life and you get drafted to New York and this actually bodes really, uh, not bodes really well, this actually is perfect, or the perfect example of what Myron was talking about. When guys get drafted, they are pulled completely out of their comfort zone, not just emotionally, physically, geographically. And this to me mm -hmm. seems like exactly the kind of example that Myron was talking about. Zach Wilson going from what he grew up at to where he ended up in New York. And then, of course, with all those fans, it's a completely different beast. Correct. And not and again, this this is just speculative on, on my part. Um, would I mean, this could have made him a locker room guy. Who knows? You know, like, oh, man, you know, this guy went on the edge. He's, he's a wild man. He does this, whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's in the culture. So that's why I think that her outing him or her attempt to out him backfired a little bit and I, I do feel she was probably wrongly treated on on you know in the in the public realm but I think you had a point there if you're going to do this you got to know the backlash might fall on you the onus might fall on you like what did you do to you know have this guy do this because again it's just a head scratcher but again everyone likes what they like I don't know the whole story behind it if they were you know <laughs> inebriated I don't know you know where oh my god you wake up like oh my god i just banged miss i banged miss lucy what yeah. the fuck <laughs> i mean and for all that we know for all we know is he went to his girlfriend and said look i've made a huge mistake and was honest and open with her about it that it wasn't some nefarious thing that was taking place for a while and perhaps that's how it went and she took it as being so wrong that she went public with it but i wanted to transition a little bit from the actual event to what we think the repercussions are on the field because you brought up a very interesting point that I, you i always look to you for and it's the locker room aspect you've been in locker rooms you've been on teams and that was a i mean you're older so you are you are part of a locker room generation that was i'm sure vastly different than it is today oh even, yeah even though i think locker rooms are still a safe place for a lot of activity i think that there's more boundaries and lines that are drawn but something mm -hmm. like this seems like traditionally throughout sports and throughout all eras of sports that this would be seen as a an endearing thing to his teammates yep. because let's take carson wentz for example who is kind of along the same mold of zach wilson in terms of religion in terms of his conservative mm -hmm. lifestyle and he's been more outspoken about the conservative elements of it which we've heard a lot of stories about him not being a great teammate and perhaps this yeah. does make zach wilson seen better in the locker room which then of course adds camaraderie with the team there's relationship building and i would have to think that that would lend itself to positive outcomes on the field it should it it you know him and the guys have a great laugh about it and it's something that you don't shake forever because it'll just come up all the time and you know he's probably having a good laugh with it now um and i just personally think when it comes to like the locker room air quotes that it's an unspoken um language that is that is in the locker room like if you're if you're out with the guys and a guy does something and that you see it you necessarily don't report it to other 
it's like to team officials and and you don't out a guy because it's like hey that's none of my business mm -hmm. um and then someone would be like well cleef saw what happened and then but he never said anything and now i'm gonna be come to like hey man that good good looking out you know <laughs> thanks for not putting me out there you know I, I don't need the bad press or whatever so again you know i think this is something that <laughs> it showed that you know zach's he's human obviously you know and it might show him and him and his teammates in a different light like he's you know a regular guy you know he's i'm pretty sure he's having fun with it a little bit because sure. he's probably getting he's probably getting butchered with questions like oh how was it or you know when you were a kid she was eyeing you bro like it's i would have so much fun with that in the locker room bro i would i would come in with like a like a uh, like a walker and i would just go over the edge with this shit just you mean like the nuts, way bro. the way dave takes liberties on you for your age basically yeah like the same yeah kind of, okay, i would yeah. i would because i'm like bro you could really have anybody you want but let's go comb the old sunrise uh what's those places though the retirement uh, community yeah <laughs> let's, let's run the circuit <laughs> but the thing is though cleave is and i've noticed this so i went through this recently where i went somewhere and the cashier was a young woman and i was like well she's really attractive and then in my mind it popped up to me and i was like I'm almost 40, she's probably 20. I'm probably not allowed to say that to myself anymore because probably. she's too young, right? <laughs> Which, but also in reverse, women have become like younger looking, even older. Like it, it goes in reverse. Cause I'll look at what girls and I'm like, I don't know how old she is, but she looks 21, right? And she's probably like yeah. 14. So yeah. you kind of get to that point where you're like, I can't look at young women anymore. And then sometimes you see a woman who you're like, she looks 25 and she's actually 45. And you're like, yeah, wait, like it's very hard. Everything is turned yeah. upside down now because 40 used to be a death sentence. Like people remember, I mean, I don't know what it was like when, um, you know, when your dad turned 40 and, but it's like, mm -hmm. remember we had black balloons, black streamers. It was all about like over the hill. <laughs> and now 40 is kind of like 30. It doesn't really yeah. feel as old anymore. I mean, shit, our president's 80 years old. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, my daughter just turned 28 yeah. uh, a week ago, right? So me looking at a 24-year-old or 26-year-old, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little not good. We just, yeah, we're it's just talking good. about that because Ryan Seacrest is 47 and he's dating a 23-year-old. And I'm like, the math just doesn't work for me. Like, I'm, I'm set in my ways now. Like, I could not be with mm -hmm. a young person now because they'd be like, we got to go out to the club. And I'm like, listen, I'm just, no, no, no. look, I need to take my Metamucil. I, I got my brand muffin I take in the I mean, morning. Like, I need, I need this shit. I mean, look at, look at Lionel Richie. Um, is it Lionel Richie? Yeah, he's. He's in his mid seventies, and his his girlfriend's like thirty one, so thirty two. Bill Belichick, because isn't Bill Belichick's uh, girlfriend or whatever? She's really young too. And Bob, I didn't know that. Wow, I think so. I mean, Bob Kraft too. At one point, had like I feel like a thirty two year old boo boo in pink, as uh, what's his wow. name used to say on The Sopranos. But uh, it's just an interesting <laughs> situation. But I do, <laughs> I do feel that the Jets are actually better off for this, that Zach Wilson mm -hmm. from a football perspective is actually better off for this. And it's it's amazing how all of that works out. It's a ridiculous situation, but I, I honestly do feel that the Jets are going to benefit because I think Zach Wilson is going to come out of his shell a little bit, which has to translate to growth on the field because that's what you want. I mean, a quarterback has to be brazen. That's why I always liked Baker Mayfield because he was the kind of I mean, you, you you needed a quarterback to have a little bit of an edge to him. And to me, I feel like this puts him in the same category as Joe Burrow, where Joe Burrow, remember all of that leading up to the Super Bowl? Like, he went full Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. 
and mm -hmm. they, they made the Super Bowl. They almost won the Super Bowl. So it's not out of the realm of possibility for Zach Wilson to quote unquote find himself as an adult and it's completely different than his upbringing. And if that's what he's yeah. got to do as a professional, that's what he's got to do as a professional. Yeah, some guys, <clears throat> some guys do it on the field, some guys do it in the locker room in life, and then some guys do it in the trifecta where, you know, they'll stand in the pocket just one more second into the jaws of the defense and take a vicious hit to 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 get the ball downfield. And the guy will turn around to him like, hey, man, I, I missed that blocking this time. He's like, no, I I'm good. I should have, I should have, you know, kind of moved or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, you know what? This guy's tough. Next play, I got you, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, that type of stuff. And then obviously, you know, hey, you want to party? Nah, I'm going, I'm going to head home. Like, it's a Friday night, man. Like, you're not, you know, and you hear about these stories all the time. And, you know, after people retire, how uh, they would party and not party and which guys were, were not locker room guys or which guys weren't guys or whatever so i think the, the, i think the fans are gonna have a little fun with it because if he throws like a 300 yard game or something like that they might i can't even imagine what what met life would do i mean i kind of understand being there or having in that stadium where what they would you know like, would they throw bloomers on the field <laughs> like like what would happen if this guy had a, a monster start to the you know four games and you know he's he's on fire and it's like whoa you know and every hot chick outside and their mom is like hey my mom's available zach <laughs> you want to you want to do that i mean I elvin brought up a very a very good point about sports rituals right mm -hmm. that some guys um some guys you know wear like their jordan wore his shorts in college under his mm -hmm. under his bulls shorts and stuff like that everyone has a weird ritual you know maybe he needs to be blown before every game and he goes i get blown and he has a 400 yard game or not you know so <laughs> if he has a great start i guarantee there's going to be some fun with this in the media it's gonna be some fun with i mean if i worked at metlife stadium and i was let's say the music coordinator uh, I would be playing specific music during specific times. Like, you know, maybe Stacy's mom has got it going on. Maybe the theme to leave it to beaver type stuff. It would be, well, I, I, it would be something that I would have fun with, especially during the preseason because mm -hmm. yeah, like the fans are going to come in. It's New York. I know how New York is. I don't know if you remember 2004 when Pedro Martinez said, you know, I got to take my hats off to the Yankees and call them my daddy. And we're like, oh, Jesus, like they're going to take that and run with it. <laughs> and he came in and I think it was game seven of the 2004 ALCS. And he came in like the eighth inning, gave up a couple of runs and they were chanting, who's your daddy? And, yeah. You know, yeah, it's you, you can't. I mean, New York cannot be trusted with these types of things. Yeah, it could it could backfire. He has a bad start. They're going to blame it on this. He has a good start. They're going to blame it on this. Yes, you there's know? positives and negatives to this, but I do think that it will at least Perhaps, I mean, we could be misreading this whole situation. For all that we know, he made a one-night mistake. He feels really terrible about it, and it's actually crushed his his confidence. I don't, I don't, see, I don't, see I don't it think either. it's a, I don't think it's a one-off. I don't bro. think it is either. Like it's, I it's hard. <laughs> like I mean, like just put yourself in a position where you're like, wow, I can't believe I got that drunk and screwed my mom's best friend. Like, wh yeah. when are you ever in the same room <laughs> with your mom's best friend where your mom is not also in said room? Like, you're just not like, oh yeah, I was hanging out with, uh, I was hanging out with Denise last night, and it's like, why? She's my friend. I, you know, just we're hanging out. Yeah, I had a. I have a cousin. I was not going to put his name on here or whatever. I have, a, I have a cousin that used to date an older woman. And when I say older, I'm mm -hmm. talking like his, like maybe three years younger than his mom. Right. God and bless. so 
my naivety as a, as a person, my ideal older woman is Angela Bassett. Okay. She's gorgeous. You know, I, I when I think of older, mature woman, I think of her. I always like would put her like that image in my head of like, and then when I saw, I was like, man, like that's okay. And she had kids about his age, which made it even awkward for me because I'm like, <laughs> wow, her son is like literally your age. Yeah. That's, you know, whew. so let me ask you this. Yes. Is there any old, well, obviously I just gave away mine, Angela Bassett. I'll probably give you another one. Is there any older woman like that you would just like, you know what? It could happen. Yes. Uh, do you remember Elizabeth Hurley? The uh, Yeah. Yeah. She's like 55 now. So, I mean, it's it's not that much older than me, but I think it's about the same type of thing. I was like 17 years old. She still looks like she did when she was in movies 20 years ago. Yeah. She's an older woman that I'm like, wow. J-Lo is on there too. I mean, J-Lo is still looking yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, J-Lo's on there. J-Lo's got J-Lo's to be on, on there, there. But J-Lo just turned 50, so that's closer than, than no, 55. So, but- so- I don't know how old you were when the Sharon Stone basic instinct crossover happened. It's a little that early. Was like the biggest for me. thing. In, yeah, that was the biggest. Like for me and my age group, it was like, wow, did you, you watch the entire movie for that scene? We don't know what old looks like because we're thinking old. <laughs> we're thinking wrinkly. Yeah. Like, man, you know, whew, like you, I hope you had a couple of, um, well, you had the bear goggles on, but he might have been wide eyed might have been fresh good to go yeah i mean and i will say this before we move on i i do think that it's it's not a bad thing that he did this i mean he's got to reconcile it in his own home and with his with his people and with his mom and all that stuff but i think it's it's important to bring up because i think the moral here is don't look up to sports figures to be your heroes i mean you brought up tiger woods you brought up this guy here there's plenty of examples at which they're flawed individuals like we all are so there's nothing wrong with what he did it just is what it is i think it's going to be a good thing for the jets but you're right it could backfire it's a ridiculous situation that made me inspired to bring back this show appreciate you wanting to be a part of that and i don't know where this is going to go but i do like talking sports and sometimes it's nice to talk singularly sports and not have to feel like you have to get involved with all of the moral stuff that goes along with it and i'm excited to kind of bring this back and see what happens with it because it was really successful and i felt bad stopping it because it had reached a level that i thought i was really proud of and it was i reached a level in like eight months i built it to that level so I appreciate everybody tuning in this week and let's toast to the future. Cleve, I appreciate you, my man. Don't forget to check out the manual, of course, but MattyIceMedia.com for all of the podcasts that we support. Cleve and I have been working real hard on the network, trying to bring some new blood in, some new voices, new faces, and we can only tease a little bit of things to come. But let's just say by the end of the year, uh, we're going to have a few new things on the network. So I appreciate everybody's time and I will talk to you all later. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Drippin' Sports with Matty Ice are those of Matt Freights and his guests, and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Drippin' Sports with Matty Ice is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.